just close your eyes and allow God to be God. Spirit of God brood over this service. Open completely to your spirit, Father. And as we open up to you, please be God. In Jesus' mighty name, please be seated. Look at someone and tell the person, God is God. And I will just be sharing a few thoughts with you on this very theme. Thus shall we turn to the book of First Kings. We gave you a teaser on Sunday and we'll be looking at it more this evening. First Kings 18 verse 36 going. At the time of sacrifice the prophet Elijah stepped forward and prayed. Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known today that you are God in Israel, and that I am your servant, and I've done all these at your command. Answer me, Lord. Answer me, Lord, so that these people will know that you, Lord, are God. And that you are turning their hearts back again. Verse 38. Then the fire of the Lord fell. Tonight, uh, those of you who didn't respond, amen. Um, God, this morning we heard that God is a God of second chance. Don't take any statement for granted. Make sure your heart, your mind, your body, your soul, and spirit is there because you do not know your hour of visitation. Then the fire of the Lord fell. And I'm saying fire of the Lord fall upon your life. Amen. 
and burned the sacrifice. The wood, the stones, and the soil. Some version says, and the dust. And also licked up the water in the trench. Now, 39 is the key test for this conference. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried. The Lord is God. The Lord is God. Rise to your feet. I want those of you here, up to the middle, all those of you here, you are going to scream at these ones and tell them, the Lord, and you will respond. What? Uh-huh. And as you shout, as you make that declaration, let fire fall. Let yokes be broken. Let holes loose up. At the end of this conference, those who ignored you will prostrate before you and declare that the Lord you serve is God. And so you are making a prophetic declaration by faith. And the issues in your life, as you make these declarations upon these ones, and as you respond, let spiritual weapons be released. When fire fell, they could not help but to say the Lord is God. Are we together? And you are going to do it seven times. You fire with fire. You fire with fire. You fire with fire. Let all the prophets of Baal prostrate as we make the, these declarations. Look, we are not just preaching here. We are not just doing service. This is serious business. God is God. Are we together? Okay, so face them, please. You are facing them. You are facing these ones and these ones are facing here. Oh God, let the fire fall. We want the whole world after this conference to make a declaration. The whole of Ghana, the whole of Accra, the whole of Africa, the whole of Europe, the Islamic nations, the um, new age nations. Let every knee bow and make this declaration that God is God. Are we together? So you tell them, the Lord, then you respond, he is God. The Lord, then you respond, he is God. 
So you, f- are we together? One, two, go. Put it you know, there are certain things when I don't plan them from the house, I take them serious. At the name of the Lord, the Bible says every. So as we make these declarations, don't don't take it like we are not joking. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Tonight, cancer must bow. Amen. Please be seated. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, The Lord. The Lord. The Lord. Hmm. There's fire in my bones. How I pray that Even, even those who questioned your Christian life, who thought you're wasting your time, who and why you are always coming to church or giving or praying, would come and salute you. And they will say that the Lord the Lord, the Lord. Now, what is it that will make a man? Bible says that Elijah was a man like us. And I like some other verses. It says that he was a human being. A man with flesh and blood. What is it that will make such a man stand before an audience, lift his eyes before God and make a declaration that, Father, hear me and God will respond with fire. What is it? The Bible says that Elijah had a confrontation with Ahab and his prophets. And that was a prayer he prayed. Lord, let those around me, let the nations know that you are God. And that's too, I am your servant. And that three, I have done all these things at your command. And God gave approval for those three statements by answering with fire. There was a showdown. 
But you see, I'll be speaking on the showdown on Sunday. That will be my topic for Sunday. So, I will leave this topic and go to the source. How did we get here? How did we get to a point where a man could stand before God and pray and fire will fall? Where did it all begin? Who says that there was a man by name Elijah. We are not too sure who gave birth to him. All we, say, all we hear is that Elijah, the Tishbite, came. Appeared before Ahab and said, that because of what your family have done, there shall be no rain except at my word. Wow. There shall be no rain. I want us to read that very scripture. First Kings chapter 17. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe said to Ahab, Ask the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve. There will neither be dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. What a man. And as I read this, and I made this statement on Sunday, that you see, tonight's discord, this course, the, the interaction I'm having with you is to lift your spirituality to a level where you see things like asking for bread, asking for wife, asking for husband like house flies. I mean, the challenge is like stepping on a house fly. We are talking about men and women who have control over the galaxies, over the universe. People who can determine the destiny of nations, continents, and people. Taking your faith beyond levels where you only, you even struggle to have an answer to a job. It takes you 10 years to pray for one job. May God lift us from that level where our poor effective that even the skies respond to our prayer. And these are not angelic beings. That's why James says that Elijah was a man like us. This man went to Ahab and told him that Ahab, because of what you were doing, there shall be no rain except at my word. You know, here the Bible does not say that God told him to go and prophesy. But at least we are given a, a good hint in the New Testament that he prayed that it should not rain. And then again he prayed that it should rain. It, Elijah sat in his house and decided that because of what is happening, God let the heavens lock up. And God say, approved, fine. May your whole family be handed over to you. This 
Elijah's story takes Christianity and my understanding of Christian authority to a completely new level. Elijah could have control over signs. And that is why I love the song we just sang that you are God. There's no other, there's no place for argument. And it talks about seasons and times and something, 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 right? Now, here is a man who could instruct the weather. The rainy season, hold on. Dry season, hold on. Uh, uh, I'm sure Israel would have summer and winter and all those things. There shall be no change in season except by my word. Human being taking divinity. It is God who determines times and seasons. But here is a servant of God that has gotten so much approval that he's been catapulted to the realms of determining when he should reign and when he should not reign. Elijah was a man like us and he prayed. If Elijah could change the seasons, may the life be changed. If you are working in dryness, if Elijah had capacity to hold the weather, not to rain, and he had capacity to also cause it to rain, then tonight may you have capacity to bring rain upon your own life. I'm not sure you are getting um, uh, Please tonight, don't be some bojo bojo shop Christian. And this is not with any disrespect. Don't be tomatoes on a tresu kind of Christian. May your authority be that controls powers and principalities. For Elijah to be able to control the universe, if you, if you know geography, if you know how the rains and all those things, patterns fall, and this man could ask everything to hold until God's glory is seen then let all the demons that are operating in Ghana be held bound until the glory of the Lord is seen upon this land. And somebody will say, is Elijah alone? No, 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 no. At a point, Joshua realized that no God, there's business, there's work to be done. And so son, hold on. Stay. And this universe itself is running at a speed of 828,000 kilometers per hour. An aeroplane f- uh, flies by about 870 per And this is 870,000 times. So about 950 times the speed. That is how this earth is speeding on its houses. And the whole galaxy is also moving at such a speed. And yet Joshua insists that, hold on. Hold on. No movement. So look, you, you, you think that, that was a simple thing. It means that the sun had to stop. And that meant the earth had to stop. Neptune, Venus, Everything within the Milky Way had to stop because if, if, if they all don't stop, there will be collusion. 
a man could have control over the universe. And you, small job, you are crying. May God lift your faith up there. <laughs> May God lift your faith. Now, when, 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 when your stomach is locked and you can't have a baby, tell your stomach that, my friend, universe is required to control. Now, <laughs> even the universe, we are going to cause it to work in our favor. And you, baby, you are not coming. In Jesus' name, pregnant. Hey, son, be still. And everything, you know, I don't know what. It's a long time I did my geography. Hey, I chew. But as I, as I wondered how Elijah, and I, and I looked at Joshua, and I said, what? I think we underestimated what happened. This is the speed. And he says, hold on, stand still. And I'm saying that for the sun to have stood still meant that all the other solar systems within the Milky Way had to hold on at the same speed. If not, the world would have come into chaos. Give you capacity to call the universe to operate on your behalf. And these men exercised this level of authority just because they wanted the glory of God to be seen. If your dream is for the glory of God to be seen, God will cause the universe to respond to your command. And if the whole universe will be willing to respond to our command, how much more leukemia and cancer? Church, God is God. God is God. You see, the sun could hear a prayer of the righteous. The rains could hear the prayer of the righteous. At a point, Elijah himself and Elisha needed to cross the Jordan. They go to the Jordan needed to give way. This is not Jesus who. These are men like us. May that spirit come upon somebody's life. Now, I've given you all these examples. If the, if the sea could part, if the sun could be held, if the rains could be stopped. And these are men like us. And I told you on Sunday that Elder Osei was saying that even they had, we have a better covenant. So if they can, I am saying that Ghana's economy, as long as we are part of this economy, in Jesus' name, it must align for the sake of the glory of God. So those of you who need breakthrough because of you, Nana Kufuado must respond and begin to cycle up you. You didn't hear what I said. If you knew the level of authority we had, my eyes are red. My heart that is, I'm weeping inside because I'm realizing that we are completely underestimating the power that grass. We have become like orphans. We have become like people with no hope. But God is telling us that he is God. 
He who made all these things has given divine approval. And Elijah, Joshua, all these were men like us. And when you come to that level of exercise of authority, certain things will happen. And let me de- explain to you that a lot of these things that happen in scripture are examples. The Bible says for us. They are examples. They are not fiction. They are not things beyond us. If not, God will be unfair to us. Joshua when you read Joshua chapter 3, verse 5, he told the church, and okay, the church in the wilderness, the people of God there, Joshua said unto them, self, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders. This man, may God be God upon this church. The, the man said, tomorrow it will happen. And then he gathered the the chief priests and the Levites asked them to carry the ark. And when they carried the ark and they stepped in, may God cause your words to come to life. May your children look at you as you make declarations upon them and they say, Mama, 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 God is God. Because the things that could would happen at your declarations, they will begin to happen. Those of you struggling with some simple thing. I'm saying that even the universe, you can control it. Well, if it's not true, then let's close the Bible and go and sleep. Let's close the service. Elijah, Tua, Moses was a man like us. But you see, beyond this, when Elijah took that step, God quickly took him through certain steps. And I'll just take one or two of them and then we'll pray. When Elijah exercised that level of faith with the motive, with the motivation, God be God. When he undertook that exercise successfully, God stepped in and told him, Elijah, go and hide, for I have commanded a raven to take care of you. Hey. You see? Every one way or the other will experience moments of what I refer to as the raving experience. Where after a glow, a bliss, an exciting experience, sometimes, maybe after a great revival like this, and then you may not hear, but God will tell you, go and hide. And when you go into that level of hiding, then God will show himself faithful to you as an individual. He tells Elijah, go and hide. And at that moment, God's focus was building Elijah for a greater assignment. So he told Elijah to go and hide and he was going to cause the raven to feed it. To feed him. But you know, I was just thinking of it. Raven. Do you know the size of the A raven is like um, you know what is yam. And carrying bread. How much bread can this raven use the beak to carry for Elijah to get for? But when God says feed you 
it doesn't matter of the size of the beak. Tonight, may the Lord provide your raven. When I say the hiding experience, these are moments where you may be forgotten. People may not even recognize you after a great job, after a great work. Sometimes you expect some money, but there will be money, no money. Sometimes you know you've done what you ought to do, but there will be moments of quietness. You've, you've done some great work. You've fasted. You've prayed. But you see, when it's telling you to go and hide, it's not for your evil. But he has prepared a raven. And the intention of, the, of God's preparation is to keep you away from every other person and that God will focus on you and deal with you and provide tailor-made solutions to your issues for and tomorrow. And that is what God is going to do at this conference. Now listen, I'm saying this because you realize that after this, he takes him to a, another experience. God could have asked him directly to go for the second experience, but he needed to work on him as Elijah. Because a greater assignment was waiting for him. So God provides the raven. And I'm saying that at this conference, where you do not have any hope, where you do not even expect any support, sometimes God will dribble all those you are looking to. Oh, this my, my brother is this. Oh, my friend is that. And uh, somebody here, when I say this, will know, he say, oh, this is my body body. Uh, your body body, and your body body will body bodyize you. But tonight, whether you have a body body body, God, from where you do not expect, I am, I am under a prophetic unction now, telling you that God will make a way where you do not expect, where you do not expect help to come from. Because God is God. God is not limited by the people you know. It is available. Now, when God took Elijah to that quietness, he said, go and hide. Sometimes, too, God will intentionally hide you from the eyes of evil ones. Later, Obadiah told Elijah that Ahab have been looking for you all over Sometimes the reason why God takes you through a moment of hiding is because some evil eyes are after you. God will not allow you to be used as the tree will say, yeah, How do we say Hanam in English? Bushmeat. <laughs> I'm saying that because God is God, if they plot left and right, if they scheme and strategize, if they try to push you down, if they say that you will not get up there, if you will die, God will hide you. And the reason why he will do this one is because he wants a quiet time with you where he will provide tailor-made solutions to your issues. Secondly, because so many eyes after you and he's going to prepare you for a later showdown had finished with him. Sometimes when God is about to take you to a next level, he withdraws the privileges you're having. So the brook dried and the raven ceased. And God said, I have prepared a widow. 
God is God. Ah, even the raving. From raving to widow. But that is to tell you that God is God. What am I trying to communicate this night? I'm trying to say that nothing is impossible. God is not limited. He is limitless. He is not controlled by your doubts and fears and unbelief and lack of connections. And I'm saying that at this conference, no matter your limitation, may God be God. May God be God. So God takes him to a different level now. Now this time around, even though to go to the widow, in God's mind, he had prepared him, he had fed him, this time there was the need to get a second person fed. And the family blessed. The reason why God has taken you to hiding is that he's going to take you from where he makes tailor-made solutions to your issues, bring you to a level where he will use you to become a blessing to other people. And so, so Because when the reason for whatever you are going through, God is God. He tells Elijah that I have prepared the widow, but the widow didn't even know that she had been prepared. How do I say that? Because when he went and met that widow and told the widow that give me food to eat, I'm left with just that for myself and my son. And then we eat and die. But God had said that I had prepared a widow to feed you. Tonight, you may not know God's plan for your life. You may think that you are left with what you and your son will eat and die. But I've got news for you. You shall not die. Uh, can somebody receive this word of prophecy? You may have come to this program wondering what is the next cause of action. You don't even know where to take action. Everything. You've, you've made all the contacts. You've spoken to all the people you can speak to. You've done everything you can. It is like you are left with you and your son. But under this oil, an Elijah has been sent to you. So he tells him, afraid. Fear not. Give me some. But Elijah was a good guy. He said, give me some and do some for you. But give me first. Uh, look, look into somebody and say, feed pastor first. Feed, feed pastor first. <laughs> if you are here and you don't let me chop chop your money <laughs> but listen to me on a more serious note in fact this one is serious <laughs> you see the reason why I did that was that God must be first and Elijah said that because he had been instructed by God that go to that widow. So he knew that he was going under a divine mandate, divine authority. And because of that, when the woman gives God the f God will become a shareholder in the bread and in the uh, oil. 
And when God is a shareholder, and, and, and that is why those of you who don't like paying tithes, God have mercy on you. If it was some of us, so, so food, two more ding. And now, and this is the mind of the worldly people. They will tell you, Pastor, why do you take offering? When your members are dying, your members don't have a place to stay. Your members don't have a car. And you, Pastor, you're having a big car. And you, you are building air-conditioned churches when there are poor people. If poor will be there. And sometimes, if you want to look at your condition before you open up to God, you will lose an overflowing oil. Tonight, I've been told to tell you that God is God. And if you have come, an angel has been dispatched tonight. And as I told you on Sunday, before we even started, God had revealed to some of us that God is bringing his packages. Let it happen in Jesus' name. So you see, why was Elijah able to believe God to tell them that you give me to eat? Because it will not dry. Why? Because he had had an experience where a raven could feed him. May the experiences you have become the springboard for the challenges that you face tomorrow. Elijah was being prepared. Now, when Elijah made that statement and the woman gave the meat and the oil started flowing, it was another level of faith God was taking Elijah to. So after some time, the child died. The one who was fed by raven and who caused bread not to cease. You think if a child dies, you will panic. I'm saying that everything you are going through is for a purpose. God is using it as a preparative ground for a showdown. Not complete this message because I'm waiting for a showdown on Sunday. And I'm saying that when God took Elijah to cause the heavens to lock, the raven to feed, and the child to die, had built Elijah to the point where he knew that if he could cause the sun, if he called the skies to hold on weather, and raving to be fed, then as long as he is there, nothing shall die. And that is why I'm, I'm a firm believer that anything in my hands will not die. R lift your hand. May the spirit that came upon Elijah come upon you. Amen. And when they brought that child, he took him. And Elijah, I believe, remembered the God who fed him. And gave the child Breathe on the child. The child came back to life. And this is where I will end. Now when he gave the child back to the woman, she said, now I know. By the end of this conference, even though the showdown had not yet come, it is coming. But I'm saying that everything God is taking us through, even this conference is in readiness for that showdown where those around you will say the Lord is God. But before you get to that stage, there will be individuals around you.
in your families, in your workplaces, who would also decree and declare after this conference that now I know that uncle at all. You are a man of God. Now I know that Commodore, you are a man of God. Now I know, Agi, you are a woman of God. May this be your testimony. And if, please rise to your feet. I have spoken longer than I thought. But there's one message I want to communicate to you tonight. And that is God is God. And so every experience he's taking you through is intended for Everything you are going through is preparing you for a bigger assignment. May your life not be a retrogression. If you've suffered some setback, it is a hiding moment for you. And at this conference, I decree, and after your hiding moments, God will lift you to a position of influence to other families in preparation for national and global assignments. Lift your eyes, lift your faith, and do not let all your faith, oh God, I need a husband, I need a wife. They are, they, they are true prayer requests, oh my marriage. But I'm saying that after this conference, may those prayers become like cow's flies. May you push over them easily because there are greater assignments out there. God is God. Lift your hands up. The God who made Elijah speak to the universe, which now we know the complexity of the prayer response, knowing the effect and the impact of such a prayer. May God lift your prayers to that level. Where at your workplace, because of you, the whole organization will be aligned to please God on your behalf. Where you stay, if you stay at East Legon, the of East Legon will be organized to favor you. I'm saying that may your impact go beyond yourself and your stomach and your food and your butter and bread, those matters. May your influence go beyond that. May those at your workplace, may your clients say that, ah, Ajua, now I know. Now I know. Because they doubted you. They wondered why you come to church. They wondered why you pray. They wondered why you give offering. But today, they will say, now I understand the offerings and are you uh, refusing to stop? Now, I know why you've been going to prayer meeting, prayer meeting. I have been speaking against you. I have been shouting against you. But now I know at this conference, let God change the narrative. With our hands lifted. Oh God, 
What is it that looks so impossible? What is it that is so difficult and we are almost losing? What prayer is it that we have prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and have given up? What Christian conduct and activity have we undertaken? That even those around us are beginning to call, are beginning to question our commitment, are beginning to question why we love you so much. And sometimes even we begin to question. But today you are telling us that there is time and season for everything. And that these moments are intended for us for the widow experience. That a widow window has been opened. That we will become a blessing beyond us. Father, we submit to your will. And as we pray, let the now I know spirit begin to work. Let the now I know, let us even begin to testify that oh God now I know me through this now I understand now I know and let our husbands let our wives let our friends let our partners let those colleagues we work with also say now I understand let's Every member hearing my voice tonight. Be said of him or her. He or she is like Elijah. Like a man who can be used as an example. Oh, Nyakopon. surprises.
began by reading that scripture that says that when Elijah prayed, fire fell. And that because of that experience, the people bowed and said, the Lord, he's God. And I went back to take you through the journey. How come he was able to get to that place? Tonight, I want the Lord to take you through your own journey. Where tomorrow, a week by this time, based on God's divine timelines for you, you will not fail. But others will also bow at your presence and say, Kwabna, your God is God.